Hi, this is Nathan East, hanging with the teddy bear on LOTL Radio. Yeah, that's one of my, my favorite songs I've ever written. And, you know, when I, when I set out to write that song, my idea was that in the music industry and just in music in general, so many breakup songs and love songs exist, as we all know, but so often the girl is the victim in them. And just to, to, to make an example, I'm obviously, you know, a huge Beyonce fan, I think, as we all are. But even if you look <laughs> at her last album, Lemonade, I mean, it was all about her being cheated on and how she's going to survive and get past it and that. But you know what? That's not always the case. <laughs> you know, right. a lot of times people think of the girl as always the innocent one or, you know, the one being hurt. But sometimes girls can be just as guilty as guys. And that's the story behind the story of a broken heart is that I'm saying I'm sorry and I did all this wrong and I can't keep up these lies to you anymore and I've been wronging you. And I wanted that different perspective. And uh, I like the idea of blending together different types of genres for that song as well, because it starts off, as you've already heard it, you know, very melancholy um, in R&B style, and then goes into a little bit of rock on the hook. And I think that just fits for the song, because it is a sad song, but it's got an edge to it, because it's not the same breakup song that you've heard so many times over and over. Right. What I love about it, and as you just expressed, it's about challenging oneself as far as giving a different perspective on how they view things. Because I think a lot of things that take place as far as being an artist is being able to show that kind of vulnerability and showing people that, you know, just because I'm quote unquote in the limelight does not mean that it does not leave me in the same predicament or same situations that every other person goes through as far as dealing with relationships. When you delve into relationships overall, how much of that personal experience have you taken from your own personal life and you've actually incorporated in your music? I pride myself on the fact that as a songwriter, this is all real. <laughs> this isn't <laughs> stuff that, you know, I'm making up in my head or, you know, I saw in a movie. And I think as listeners and fans, you know, they respect that as well. You know, you can really feel a lot more emotion, or at least I know I can when I'm performing a song that I wrote and I've lived through that. Um, 
and it brings a, a certain sense of authenticity to the music as well. You know, it's not fake. And I've always, always said this about me. There's, there's not much fake about me other than some eyelashes and sometimes some hair <laughs> extensions. I'm, I'm right. pretty real as a person. I, I put it all out there and, you know, some people are going to love me. Some people are going to dislike me. I'm pretty easy to get along with, but I'm just honest. And I don't think in today's society, let alone music, we see enough of that. We're so right. always kind of pushed into looking this a certain way, or even beyond looks, this cookie-cutter image of who we're supposed to be. You know, we're supposed to act a certain way, feel a certain way, respond to situations a certain way. And, and that was a goal of the EP as well. I wanted to show, you know, on a song like Story of a Broken Heart, that it's okay, you know, to feel guilty or to be wrong or to do something wrong. We're all human. We do that. Or on, you know, the single tonight, it's okay to just have a song where, you know, you just want to go out and party tonight and say, screw everything else. Like, I need a night party like a rock star, especially, you know, right. what's going on in today's world. <laughs> we need songs like that. Or in Breaking Up, that song's a breakup song about vengeance. You hurt me, Absolutely. I'm going to crash your car and do whatever it takes to hurt you back. And we all have those feelings and we don't need to cover them up, which is why, you know, I appreciate being a musician so much because I get the opportunity to do that. I get to go into work and be like, hey guys, guess what? I'm in a terrible mood today, so we're going to write angry music. A lot of people can't walk into their job and be like, I hate all of you today, don't talk to me. <laughs> so it's, that's, what, that's what makes it pretty cool. Absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because I know when you're signed to a major label, um, I know growing up, and I'm not I'm going to date myself a little bit. Uh, artist <laughs> development, <laughs> artist development was a major, was majorly incorporated as far as the growth of a musician. And I think it was good and bad because when you have an artist development staff and they're trying, as you say, put together an artist, and they're trying to mold the artist into what they envision him to be. And I think a lot of times it takes away from, as you say, the authenticity of what an artist should be as far as being true to themselves. And for you, you guys, you said, whatever mood you're in, you can go into this studio and express exactly what you're feeling at that particular moment in time. And I think a lot of times that's just been taken away from us as far as how the industry has been set up. Now, how do you feel about that? I agree with you 100%. You know, it. <laughs> It's funny, if someone came up to me, you know, during a breakup or when I'm really down and someone was like, okay, go write this party happy song, I'm going to be like, what? No, that's not how I feel right, <laughs> right. now. And, and a lot of times artists are, are forced into that. And I think if right. I tried to do it in that moment, it would be fake. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, my artist development is living life. You know, you're going to go through things that are tough. You're going to go through good times and bad times. And I never really force myself to, you know, sit down with, with a songwriting journal or sit down at the piano and be like, okay, you know what, for the next hour I'm going to write music. Because, in, you know, at certain times you don't feel that inspiration. It's not like you, you know, as musicians, we're on all the time and so it's our, our minds are constantly running. No, you can't force yourself to feel something. But then there will be other times, whether it's, you know, three in the afternoon or three in the morning, I have all these ideas and I'm feeling something and it's just like my hand can't write fast enough. And I think that's just, you know, the process for me. I have to be feeling it. And, and so it's authentic and true. And what I'm putting out there, listeners are always going to know that that's, that was me. At least for a few minutes of life, that's what I was feeling and experiencing. You know, I may be wrong. Won't be the first and definitely will not be the last. But listening, <laughs> listening, to, the, listening to the entire album, it comes across as being very therapeutic for you. Um, I think a lot of us have a very challenging time expressing one's feelings. I know for me as being a man, we've always been, as far as being challenged, emotionally challenged as far as express, expressing our feelings and what our thoughts are going through at that particular moment in time. And it seems to me, listening to it, you were very, as I said, it just came across as very therapeutic for you. In the process of going in the studio and writing this music, what state of mind were you in? Yeah, and, and I agree with you there. It definitely is always therapeutic when you're, when you're putting, music, putting music together and making new songs. And as, as you've listened to the EP, it's kind of the, the progress of a relationship. You know, the first, the first song on the EP is Tonight, which is the party song, going out, living like a rock star. And then we go right into, you know, Story of a Broken Heart, where it's, 
you know, you're saying you've been lying and doing all these things wrong. And, and then we go on kind of a, a journey together of, you know, again, causing some trouble or finding <laughs> a, a new love, a new interest, and then having it kind of go all over again because life is cyclical. I mean, well, it, I mean, it is for me. Hopefully one day I'll settle down and, you know, get married and have some kids. But right now it's just like go through this and it starts over again. And, and um, being a musician, as I said, that's, it's a great way to, to get things out. Um, it's like my own, having my own personal my therapist or psychiatrist, but instead I just get to, you know, sit at the piano or behind a microphone or uh, over one of my journals and, and write it all out. And it really is a blessing to be able to do that because so many people when they're down or feeling something don't know how to talk to others or, or really express it or end up winding up in, you know, a state of depression just because of how they feel. But at least I know if I go through a bad breakup or something, which, which happened recently, it's like, I'm just going to put this all into music. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to my, my fans say thank you. And uh, you know, my career says thank you as well. Without question. I think you I said that to. via text message at some point. You have <laughs> to. You really, truly do. Um, I've had the pleasure of uh, conversing and meeting a lot of gifted female uh, singers, songwriters like yourself. And one thing that they all have in common, they say, you know what? I want to be respected. And they, I'm putting the emphasis on respected as an artist. And I know this industry can be very cutthroat and they have a, they have a way of looking at women in a very sexual manner instead of respecting them as far as what they bring to the industry. And I want to know from you, from your personal experience, it's obvious that you're a great singer-songwriter. You're very talented. Do you find it somewhat challenging sometimes where it's to you, look, I know that I'm a very, I know that I'm a very captivating-looking woman, but I want to be respected for the art that I bring to the table. Do you find that challenging sometimes? Or have you had that, have you had the opportunity to experience that any time in your career? I have, and I, I think that's always going to be a little challenging. But you know what? I grew up, I have one older brother, but all my cousins are guys, and I'm the youngest. Okay. So I've always been around guys. I know how to hang around guys, and you know, I'm a big sports fan, and I'm, I can hang tough with the boys. I've always been okay. confident. And you know what? When I go to photo shoots, there's times when I want to wear a super sexy outfit, whether it's sequined shorts or a see-through shirt, <laughs> but that's just because that's my personality. I'm, again, right. you were talking about artist development. I'm not doing that because someone there was like, hey, put that on so you look super sexy. It's like, no, this is, this is what I would wear, you know, to the club. This is what I want to wear. Again, this is authentic. This is me. And that's always going to be a challenge, um, you know, people looking at you and, and seeing you as a female who, you know, is, is good looking and, you know, wearing high heels. But I think nowadays we're starting to get past that even if you look at the whole harvey weinstein scandal and whatnot right. this isn't something that's going to be accepted anymore um you know there are so many women who are just as if not more talented or smarter than than certain men out there and i think that once you know people sit down and take a chance to like look past everything on the outside like you said you're going to see that I, I know how to write and i can sing and there's more to it than that and that's it's always going to be a challenge, and I think that goes for certain, certain men as well. You can see very good-looking men that they only look at them as like, oh, you're good-looking, you probably have nothing else to offer. But that's such an old stereotype. I mean, it's not right. 1955 anymore. I like to cook. I like to bake things, but I'm not wearing the polka dot apron and my hair and curlers. You know, I'm a, I'm a modern-day woman. <laughs> so I think we really can, without sounding cliche, do it all and be respected right. for being able to do that. Absolutely. Now, wait a minute. I'm going to challenge you on something. You said you can cook. What is your favorite meal that you can really just cook really good at, that you find you exceptionally good at? Beef Wellington. Really? Yes. And oh I have perfected goodness. that because I like cooking it around the holidays for family. And you really can't okay. screw up holiday cooking. Or everyone's going to eat. You have to have good meals around the holidays. Beef Wellington. But yes. I love to cook. I, people don't think that because, you know, I'm slim and exercise a lot. And I'm like, no, I can throw down in the kitchen. And people will challenge me on that. So, Teddy Bear, when I meet you in person, I'm going to have to throw down at least something. Oh like some kind oh of pie goodness. or brownies or cookies or something. You know what? I'm going to have to hone my culinary skills and start looking at the food network a little bit more often. <laughs> <Start> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Less of inspiration there. 
Absolutely. And uh, speaking of inspiration, I want to thank all the many listeners uh, for tuning in. And again, family, the new EP, the debut EP, of course, from Stephanie K will be available in two days, as in 48 hours, on all the major outlets. But uh, far be it for me to uh, deprive the many listeners out here. Let's get into it from the hit single, the hit single from the new EP, of course, tonight from the very talented Stephanie K here in the zone of LOTL Radio. Tonight, tonight, we go for a dream. Yeah, we live like the stars on the lonely screen. Tonight, tonight, we do what we want. Ain't no stopping us now, cause we going so hard. that's like, my song's coming out, buy it. And the next one is like, here's my song, buy it. 
you know, of course I'm going to promote my music and my singles, but I want people who like my music to also know me as a person as well. As I mentioned earlier, I'm a really big sports fan, so a lot of times on my Twitter, I'm talking about sports. Hey, I'm from Detroit. This is a tough city for sports, especially being a Lions fan. I'll talk about things like that. You know, oh, <laughs> it is. Trust me. I'm hurting right now. It is just oh, pain goodness. in my heart. Um, and you know what? I try to, I try to, you know, not talk about super personal things. But the great part about that is, as listeners and fans, they know they're going to get that eventually in my music. I might not be saying the name of the jerk who broke my heart and, I don't, maybe he's in a really warm place, very below the earth right now, hopefully. Um, but, but you know what? They're going to hear it in the music. So they'll know what I went through eventually. Um, but, but I like doing that. Like I'm, I'm a huge yogi. Uh, I've always said songwriting and being a musician and yoga keep me sane. So I don't, you know, become completely over the edge crazy. Um, so yeah, I talk about that. I'll post Instagram pictures of me doing stuff like that as well. So it's not just all like, here, promo. I'm just this person that's, you know, out doing music somewhere and I'm untouchable and you'll, I'm not a real person. No, I'm real. Yeah. I, I go to happy hour. I, I, I go to yoga. I go to the gym. I go out with friends. And, and I think that's a cool aspect to being an artist nowadays with social media because you get to see more of that. You're not this fake person that you only see in photo shoots and music videos. Like, I'm real, and I'm doing the same things that other people do, except at the end of the day, I write music and perform on stage while people, other people have different jobs. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I want to touch upon you said performing on stage. Um, it's a completely, different, um, a completely different highway when you're working in a studio and you're recording than when you go on stage and you bring something live because you have to take it to another level. You expose, you express or you use so much of your, or give so much of yourself as far as energy wise after a performance, how do you manage or how long does it take you to come down from that kind of high? Because you give so much of yourself in your live performances. It is very difficult. As you said, because when you're out there, you're exposing your music, which already people have already heard. So they're hearing these, you know, raw emotions that, that you wrote about that's a personal experience. But now they're seeing it on your face. They're seeing it in your, you know, your body movements and your gestures. Um, you're connecting with people in the audience. You know, I've played really small crowds. I've played huge crowds. But there's nothing like the feeling when you connect eyes with someone in the audience and you're singing just to them. You know, there could be thousands of people there, but for a moment you're singing just to them. And it's a really cool connection to have. But like you said, a lot of people don't realize performing on stage is tough. Um, you expend a lot of energy. It's like a full workout. I know before, um, you know, working with trainers and, and things like that, if you wear one of those watches during a performance that calculates your calorie burn, well, as soon as you're done, you're like, wow, I better go scarf a pizza. You know, it's, it, it takes a lot out of you. It's difficult. Um, so, yeah, it, I think you get really pumped up ahead of time. It's that adrenaline thing, you know, I'm so excited to do this, and you give it all out there. And you, you do need a few minutes afterwards to really even realize how tired you are. Um, it's like, let me come down, let me relax, talk to the band, you know, talk to my people, talk to, talk to some fans, and then, you know, get my stoli and, and be able to relax a bit. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, um, uh, just having an opportunity to converse with you on the show one of the things that I get from you is that you are definitely a perfectionist and being a perfectionist, <laughs> being a perfectionist, I know that you can be highly critical of what you do is music wise for you. How many songs did you actually leave off of the EP? Uh, I would say about 18. Yeah. About 18. I would have okay. to look 17 or 18. Yeah. Um, and you know what, it, that's not to say that I, I won't use them, like, they're great songs, but I wanted a certain fit for the EP and how to, you know, really introduce myself to people who haven't heard my music or, or known about me before. And I think with the songs that we chose, it, it does a good job at that. There was a song that I really wanted to include, that it was a love song, it's called Caught, um, beautiful, really, you know, slow ballad where I really get to show off my vocal chops, that kind of thing. But I didn't think it fit with other songs. And why force it and make it awkward? I'm, I'm going to be able to record so many EPs and LPs in my life that I will use that in the future and look forward to it. But I just didn't think it fit exactly here. But, you know, as a musician, you've got you to gotta record a lot. You can't just say, okay, we recorded five, we're done. <laughs> they might not fit right. together. And, you know, it's all about making, uh, you know, a puzzle and a story. And 
And I think with what we chose, it does that. And it's a good representation of, of who I am. Absolutely. Well, it definitely resonates in your music. If we could get in a Doctor Who's time machine and go back, let's say, seven years ago, what would the Stephanie K today tell the Stephanie K seven years ago? What would you say to her? Um, buckle your seatbelt. Uh, <laughs> get ready. Um, but, you know, I think the thing that I would tell the me of seven years ago, and as a songwriter, this, this was a big, big moment for me when it actually happened. You know, you, you think you've gone through things at times and you think, you know, I remember seven years ago, I, I, I would think back and think, God, I had my heart broken and it was terrible and I, I can write songs about that. And I would tell you, girls, you don't even know. I used to be the person that if I had friends, you know, they had their heart broken, they're sitting there and they can't go out and, you know, woe is me. I would say, okay, you know, screw it, let's go to the bar, let's have fun, you're being ridiculous. But until that moment, you actually really have your heart broken you don't know what that's like. And I think that even as horrible as it was for me when it happened, it changed me so much as a person and made me realize as a songwriter how much more I can put into it now. Because I became that girl. I, you know, the blinds are shut. All I want to do is hold my dog and cry. And, you know, it's hard to move, that kind of thing. But that's when you get real raw songs when you're that hurt, when you're that down. And I've experienced it, and, uh, yeah, I, you know, you don't want to go through that, but as a songwriter, I think it's necessary and definitely molded me to be a better musician in the future. Absolutely. We have to go through things as far as experience these life's journeys to be able to incorporate it, being an artist, because as you right. said earlier, authenticity, people want to, listen to someone that's relatable and have gone through the same type of experiences that they've gone through. What is next for you? Because I know a lot of people, including myself, would love to see you perform live. When are we going to have an opportunity to see you put it, I guess, a tour together so we can see you in some live venues? We are going to be putting the tour together early 2018. So I encourage you and, and all the listeners to, you know, stay, stay tuned, check out my website for updates, but we're going to be definitely doing a tour with me and my band. Um, you know, I, I may be more of a pop artist, but this, you know, won't be like a Britney Spears type, you know, lip syncing and dance show. No, we're musicians. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we play instruments. I sing um, pretty intense live show. And, you know, I can't wait for that. I love being in the studio, but like I said, it's just a wonderful feeling to be on stage and to share it in person. And it makes you feel a little vulnerable and nervous because it's, you know, showing so much of yourself to all these people. But in the end, it's just such a great feeling. And it's like a weight being lifted off your shoulders once you can get that all out. Well, we would love you to come down here to Houston in the studio. As a matter of fact, if we can get you down to Austin city limits to do your thing man people would definitely turn out to see you work your magic and to all the listeners I out there wait. yes absolutely and to all the many listeners and supporters out there stephanie k to get all the latest updates let fingers do the walking head on over to the official website that's at www.stephaniekmusic.com you can also keep up with her on twitter at the same handle and also on Instagram. And remember, family, the new album, the debut EP, Troublemaker, Troublemaker, available October the 20th. That's in less than 48 hours, but you can also purchase the hit single from the album tonight. My queen, I will, first of all, I want to thank you for being so patient. I know we were supposed to schedule to have you on last week and the teddy bear got sick, but I said, we're going to do this because I really wanted you on the show. I really want to express to you how very impressed I am with your talent and your realness and being a gifted singer and songwriter. You have really, you've really given me faith and hope in the future as far as this industry. And I want to thank you so much for joining us on today's show. Thank you so much. I appreciate it and all the support and having me on. Thank you. God bless the very talented Stephanie K here in the zone of LOTO radio. Lord have mercy. It's been hey, I've been missing everybody. The teddy bear's a little bit under the weather, but we have returned. We're, we're getting there. I'm at about, I'd say maybe 65%. Boy, I'm telling you, this flu bug is, is something else. It is really something else. But 
while I got you here, safe and sound, comfy and cozy, let's get in to some more Stephanie K with one of my favorite songs from her debut EP, Story of a Broken Heart, here in the zone of LOTL Radio.
Let Your Fingers Do the Walking, head on over to the new official website. That's at www.lotlthezone.com. Once again, that's at www.lotlthezone.com. You can also catch up with us on Twitter. That's at twitter.com forward slash LOTL radio. And also on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash LOTL radio yeah <laughs> and on facebook that's at facebook.com forward slash l-o-t-l radio the comfort zone we, we're getting there we're getting there and also when you go to the website i really want you to take a listen to the interview that we recently had with uh shante moore great interview and also with my man the legendary andre simone so those are two interviews you need to check out on our podcast, so be sure to head on over there. But we still got some more music for you. I can't, you know, you can't come like this and just leave you that quick. No, I'm like the spinners. I'll be around here in the zone <laughs> of LOTL Radio. Got me freaking black 
Lord and mercy, the late great David Oliver, this here in the zone of LOTO Radio. I want to thank all the many listeners and supporters for tuning in, and I want to thank all the well wishes out there. I know the teddy bear's been under the weather, but I'm back. We're getting there. And again, I want to send out a very special thank you to the incredible Stephanie Kay. Thank you so much, my queen, for joining us. And remember, family, the new EP, her debut EP, Troublemaker, available on, Octo- available on October the 20th, less than 48 hours. And also, you can get her new single from the new EP tonight. That's also available on iTunes, Google Play, and also uh, for those who like to live a little bit more adventurous, you can always head over to uh, Amazon. Dot com. And remember, family, be sure to join us tomorrow morning at 9.30, my goodness, 9.30 Central Standard Time as we welcome the incredible Miss Cheryl Fortune as we uh, have the pleasure of getting into her new album, yeah, Simply Cheryl, with the uh, new hit single, hmm, Fighters. Should be interesting. <laughs> In the meantime, I want everyone to have a fantabulous evening. Take care of one another. For those who are out there on the road, headed back, trying to get back home, safe and sound, take your time. We got you. We want you home in one piece. But as in always, as I've always said to many listeners and all the many friends and our cohorts out there, keep it soulful here in the zone of LOTO Radio. God bless. This is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you Geico has more than just great savings. Much more. Geico's been around for more than 75 years, back when they were using Morse code. Sorry, that's just my sense of humor. What's more, with Geico, you get 24-7 access to licensed agents on the app, online, or over the phone, so you can talk to them at night or in the morning. So forevermore, just know that no other auto insurer has more more than Geico. More power to you. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, where doctors are developing new approaches in cancer detection and treatment with one goal, ending cancer. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com.